You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Rewind Football Fantasy. Fantasy Football Rewind. Fantasy Football Rewind on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Cicada, and we are here absolutely getting it done. And I got to tell you, it's time to get yourself fired up. It's time to get yourself ready. It's time to get yourself prepared for a little fantasy love, right? Week 15, it's underway. And we're ready and raring to go. C.J. Anderson erupted for 158 yards versus the Colts last night. Rushed 30 times, 158 yards. Anderson was held without a catch on one target in the passing game. He had 158 yards, as we spoke about. And he was a guy that was getting it done. 73 touches in the last three games. C.J. Anderson is more than just a thing, man. He's a thing that'll make you sing. And make you want to dance. And dancing is good. If you're good at it. I'm not a very good dancer, though. There's Dancer and Prancer, right? Are those some of the reindeers? As we get into the holiday edition. How about Brock Osweiler? He looked good, man. Three touchdowns for Brock Osweiler. As he was getting it done last night. I got to tell you. We're rocking it out. Putting our sock out. And making sure you've got everything you need to make things happen in the fantasy fantasy world. It's a world we live in. And we're loving life. And we're making sure that you're going to rock it out with your sock out. And Brock Osweiler will never be in your fantasy lineup. But he's always in our hearts, right? He's always in our hearts, Brock Osweiler. Trevor Simeon, out for the season. From a fantasy perspective, we're not concerned, but we hope he gets better. Adrian Peterson, head of the injury reserve, officially ending his season. I had to change my daily fantasy lineup because of Juju Smith-Schuster dealing with this injury. He was placed on the injury report with a hamstring issue. Practice in a limited session. Smith-Schuster spent the second half of the day not getting it done. You're going to have to make a move there, and I think you can't take a shot. At this point, Amari Cooper expected to miss week 15. DeAndre Hopkins absent. Dealing with a toe injury on Thursday. Was dealing with a toe injury. He should be in the lineup. But, man, that's a lot of passes, a lot of catches to lose if we lose that, man. You'll listen to Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Scott. We'll be back with more after this. 
Are you sad like a little puppy? Because the Lineup Lock Show brought to you by DailyRoto.com is now doing the NBA 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern. Don't be sad. I got Scooby Snacks for you. That's right. DFS Today brought to you by DailyRoto.com on iTunes. You get DFS information every day. Fantasy football, quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends. Subscribe to DFS Today brought to you by DailyRoto.com on iTunes. Hey, this is Greg Sussman from the Roto Experts in the Morning, and, and listen, we can all use a little help sometimes. That's why I talk to three guys every single day, and they help me with my fantasy teams. But if you need help with your fantasy teams, and you probably do, you should purchase the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football In-Season Package, featuring weekly lineup ranks, chats with our experts every single day, and player cards for every player in the NFL, including reports from InsideInjuries.com. You cannot beat it. Don't set your lineups without checking the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge In-Season Package. Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to DailyRoto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire too. Just go to DailyRoto.com to rock Daily Fantasy Sports. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If you're making the minimum payments, but your balance is just not going down, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it will take years to get out of debt, call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 5 million people with credit card debt. They can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. If you're struggling with credit card debt, the first step is yours. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-220-3479. 800-220-3479. That's 800-220-3479. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM19, Oregon DM80031. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission. License number DC32. Does your fantasy football team suck? (laughs) Did you draft David Johnson with the first pick? (laughs) I can help you out. Go to iTunes, subscribe to Stand Up Fantasy. I will make your whole life better and put a little smile on your face, make you happy. Maybe you find a significant other just by changing some bowling shoes. Maybe you'll worry about things a lot less. Stand Up Fantasy at iTunes. Subscribe now. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Cicada, and here's what we got. We got injury updates, and we go to inside injuries, and we don't have Dr. A today. Now, uh, Dr. A, one of our favorites, but we've got Tracy Hankin today. She's a lot more optimistic, a lot more nice, 
and Vice, very, very lovely, Tracy Hankin. Roto Experts continues alongside Corey Parson, Matt Modica. I am Greg Sussman. At this time, we want to welcome in our friend Tracy Hankin. What's going on, Tracy? Hey, how are you guys? Good I, to see you. Yeah, good to see you as well. We're, we're, we're doing very, very well. She's on the camera. Oh, okay. Technically not. Hey, Hi, I can see you. Oh, hey, how you doing, Miss Tracy? How's Tip every cap. Tip of cap. Yeah, Good yeah. morning, Tracy. Good morning. So, Tracy, I know some of the big news that we've kind of been circling around today has been some of these injuries, and we'll start off with the concussions, which are obviously very prevalent. Both Alvin Kamara and Joe Mixon are in the concussion protocol. Where does that protocol stand for both of these guys? Yeah, so, so Joe Mixon, you guys hit on it a little bit earlier. He has not con, uh, cleared concussion protocol yet. He didn't practice yesterday. I mean, ideally, he'd have at least another week to try and recover. So he's he's definitely, uh, at this point, since he hasn't cleared in the week, he's definitely a risky start for this weekend. All right, there you go. Now, Matt, I know we talked about tight ends a lot this week. But one thing we haven't mentioned is Kyle Rudolph, and that's for a good reason. Kyle Rudolph left this game and it was in a walking boot on Sunday. That boot remained in his uh, on his foot uh, yesterday at practice. He didn't practice. What is Kyle Rudolph's injury status, Tracy? Kyle Rudolph, we believe it's a grade two ankle based on everything that we've seen reported so far. I mean, he actually, I think many of us saw him in a walking boot. He didn't practice yesterday. Uh, ideally, if it's a grade two, he's he really needs three weeks recovery time. So right now we've got him at uh, a high injury risk if he were to try and play. So absolutely a risky start for the weekend. Ideally, you'd have another option that you could plug in for this week. How you doing, Miss Tracy? How's everything? Hey, Corey, I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well. It was woke up this morning. It was snowing, but it was no snow in the forecast, so that sucked. <laughs> we had that ha- happen here last week. Yeah, it was not pretty. Um, Leonard Fournette popped up on injury report and I practicing this week. What do we think about Big Leonard? He gonna be able to give it a crack on Sunday? You know, as, as as I know you know, because we've we've had this conversation earlier in the season, he's been kind of inconsistent with foot and ankle injuries. He now has an injury to his quad, and there's just not a lot of information right now about what's really going on with his quad injury. He did not practice yesterday. So I would say that it really depends on what we see with his practice today and tomorrow um, for us to be able to say for sure, you know, what kind of chance he has to play this weekend, but as of what we know at this moment, he's a extremely risky start. That's I mean that's very dangerous, Matt. Yep. Right, Leonard Fournette having a quad injury now, too, as Tracy's mentioned, to go along with a foot and the ankle injuries, just another leg injury to Leonard Fournette. Yeah, the the Fournette injury, this new one that popped up, that's concerning. It's a damn shame about Kyle Rudolph if he doesn't go. Though. Absolutely, Kyle Rudolph has been, been money these last few weeks. But Tracy, it's everybody, be a big boom to Stephon Diggs if Kyle Rudolph doesn't go. I agree with that, go. absolutely. And Jeremy McKinnon, too. Yep. I, I do really need a big Diggs week, so I'm hoping for that. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, everybody's starting him. You know, we've been holding on. We're very excited. But should we have any apprehension about playing Aaron Rodgers this weekend? I mean, when you have two plates and 13 screws in your collarbone, yes, you should have apprehension. <laughs> <laughs> However, it is Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, as as Dr. A, I know, would say if he were here this morning, 
that bone will heal fully. It just needs some time to heal fully. So the plates and the screws are gonna help in the meantime. He has been medically cleared. Uh, so clearly they're seeing enough ball uh, strength, uh, arm strength, accuracy, and good velocity. So they're, they're most likely, all signs are pointing to them saying, yes, give it a go. Now, if you had the luxury of having another superstar QB that you can plug in for him and give him one more week, to really kind of get his game legs and game arm back out there, then you would do that. If you don't have that luxury, then I think you got to give it a go and just expect that he may not be the magical Aaron Rodgers that, that we've seen in the past quite yet, may need another week or two to get there. And then we're going to need Aaron Rodgers to be at his best in the fantasy playoffs. So well, he better be. It's it's a very it's a little dangerous, more dangerous than I think some of us think. Uh, according to Tracy, Dr. Tracy Hankin, who works Doctor Inside Injuries, check it out. Uh, please download the app. You get all the up to date uh, injury information. And I wanted to about two players in the same team, Tracy, Tyrod Taylor and Kelvin Benjamin. Taylor did not play this past weekend in the snow as he works his way back from a knee injury. Well, Kelvin Benjamin. Well, he's battled knee injuries all year, and he left last week's game with a knee injury. What's the deal with Tyrod Taylor and Kelvin Benjamin? Yeah, so with Tyrod Taylor, you know, as you said, he um, injured his knee in, on the first play in week 13 and then uh, had to get carted off the field a little bit later in the game when he re-injured it. He didn't play last week, but he did return to practice yesterday, and he took first-team uh, reps. So we're feeling fairly confident that the team is going to give him a go. Ideally, though, I will say, um, you know, he would have just a little bit more time. He's on his optimal recovery time to come back this week. But with, with him, QB, knee, he tries to get mobile out there at times. Ideally, you'd give him just a little bit more time. But I, I would, if he's your best option, I'd give it a go. Um, Kelvin Benjamin, a little bit of a different story here. So he's had knee injuries in the past. I don't know if you all remember, but tore his ACL on his left knee in 2015, and he was kind of on again, off again, 2016-17, which you probably do remember. He didn't play week 12 or 13. Uh, the MRI, the good news on the MRI was it did not show any structural damage, um, but it did show a meniscus tear. Now with a torn meniscus, ideally you would stay out and you'd let that heal and come back from that with an optimal recovery time of about 10 weeks for most people. In this case, it looks like, given that he did actually practice in a limited fashion yesterday, that they may try and let him give it a, give it a go this weekend. Uh, very, very risky though, in our opinion, in terms of playing him. Hey, Miss Tracy, one of the most um, disappointing players on the fantasy season has been this young man for the Oakland Raiders, Amari Cooper. Dropping footballs, not performing. His quarterback looks like he stinks, especially for fantasy purposes. Um, now Cooper's nicked up and banged up. Feel like he kind of probably has been that way all season. Saw him take that nasty hit with that concussion and believe he left the game last week. What's the latest with Amari Cooper? I don't think he goes this week. I don't think so either, Corey. I agree with you. So the the concussion, you know, is is one thing. He did clear concussion protocol, but now he's really re-aggravated that ankle injury. And that's really the thing that's likely going to keep him from going this week. Uh, you know, there's a slight chance that the team might try and put him out there. But if I were a fantasy owner, I would not put him in my lineup. He is unlikely to play, um, but very few limited minutes if they even try to play him. And we're not we're not very high on what his performance will be like if he's out there. He just needs he needs at least 
you know, two to three more weeks to heal that, that ankle. Ideally, he'd have four. Hey, Tracy, let's go to the running back position. And a guy that I was kind of moving off of already before before he got injured is Tevin Coleman. He doesn't play till Monday night. Uh, how's he looking here? So I think the great news for Tevin Coleman is that he's got 11 days to clear concussion protocol. And uh, chances are, you know, again, if you don't have a long history of concussions, then you typically the 11 day period is enough for you to clear. So we're pretty we're pretty high on him clearing um, when he needs to. Uh, we haven't heard that he has cleared yet, but but we're pretty positive on his outlook. So that's, that's pretty good. Positive on on his outlook, although not cleared yet, Matt. Yeah, no, that's a good sign. I, I like Tevin Coleman, the player, but I think with the return of uh, Freeman, we kind of see it and how Coleman's gotten relegated to that role, the loss of snaps. I'm not confident. Even if cleared, I'm not confident playing him this week. Yeah, I, I feel the same way on Monday night. I don't think you can go back uh, to that well with Tevin Coleman. Final question. We've talked a lot about Kerwin Williams, Tracy, uh, this morning, and that's because Adrian Peterson is once again not expected to play due to the neck injury. What is this neck injury that's keeping AP out, and will we see him again in 2017? Yeah, so unfortunately, they have not released much information at all about his neck injury. So we are not sure exactly what's going on. But based on the data that we do have and that we have picked up and some of the reports that the team has released that have been vague at best, what we are estimating is that it's at least a grade two neck injury. And, you know, with that, the optimal recovery time is three weeks. Now, when Arians comes out and says that he's not sure Peterson's going to play the rest of the season, that adds a bit of an air of negativity to this that gives us a pretty pretty bleak outlook in terms of Adrian Peterson and whether or not we see him again this season. Yeah, I think with AP, and not that it matters, you know, holding on to people or dropping people or whatnot, I, I don't think I don't expect to see AP again this year, personally. Probably not ever, you feel what I'm saying? Possibly not. Hey, I know we didn't. Uh, I know he wasn't on the list, Miss Tracy. But I think Jordan Jordan Reed should retire too, even though he's only twenty seven years old. That dude is beat up. He is very beat up. You know, it, it's tough. It, that position is, is tough anyway. And and I happen to agree with you. You know, we've got a really cool analysis that um, we've got on the board to take a look at in terms of average age. Uh, and sort of comparing that to number of hits and positions played. He's one of those guys that just over the years has really been beat up along the way. And I'm in agreement with you, Corey. I think I think he's a risky he's there's a there's a risky start um, that will persist mm-hmm. over Jordan going forward. Forever. Probably forever. forever. <laughs> Probably so. Tracy Hankin inside injuries. Thank you so much for joining the program today. Thanks, guys. Great to speak with you. Absolutely. There you go. Uh, the latest injury news uh, from Tracy, who, you know, can you give you an update? A little more positive than Dr. Ray normally is. Yes, more positive. Every time I ask Dr. Ray, he's very negative with me. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you're crazy if you start Kelvin Benjamin this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah so. I agree. All right, eight four four eight four. There's the injury updates. Week 15, we'll come back. We'll get you more updates, everything you need. Stay tuned for more on Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sincata. We do it every Monday through Friday, 1 to 3 a.m. on the East Coast.
never gets old. All right, everyone. Two truths, one lie. I was going to be on the real world. I play the oboe. And I saved a kid's life. You definitely never saved a kid's life. Huh? I'm serious. Last summer, I donated bone marrow to a kid who had leukemia. Saving a life. The truth is, it's easier than you think. Learn how at DKMS.org. <laughs> who knew we were living with a hero? Um, a hero <laughs> who plays the oboe. <laughs>
Play on Fantasy Draft, the only daily fantasy site where every head-to-head contest is rake-free, including contests you create. Fantasy Draft also gives you the ability to block up to 25 players from entering your head-to-head contest. With a $1 million prize pool and 200000 to the winner, Fantasy Draft is running their inaugural NFL Live Final, the Carolina Million. Sign up today at FantasyDraft.com with promo code FNTSY and experience players first for yourself. Fantasy Draft, daily fantasy on a level playing field. Does your fantasy football team suck? (laughs) Did you draft David Johnson with the first pick? (laughs) I can help you out. Go to iTunes, subscribe to Stand Up Fantasy. I will make your whole life better and put a little smile on your face, make you happy. Maybe you find a significant other just by changing some bowling shoes. Maybe you'll worry about things a lot less. Stand Up Fantasy at iTunes. Subscribe now. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. This is Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sincata, and we are here absolutely getting it done. And I got to tell you, we're going to talk about next Leonard Fournette. Is he going to play? Leonard, we need you. Jaguars, baby. Hello, YouTube. My name is Greg Sussman. To my right, it's fantasy executive Corey Parsons. Yep. To my left, it is Wall Street Matt Modica. We are the Roto Experts, and we know you are getting ready for week number 15. The semifinals are here. And one of the men that you have rode the back of to get here is Leonard Fournette. Whether it's the games where he's getting 25 carries, the games that he's getting 30 carries, doesn't matter. You are doing your best to ride him to a fantasy championship. Well, that buck may have stopped last week because on both Wednesday and Thursday, Leonard Fournette missed practice with a quad injury. Now, if he practices Friday, it's all water under the bridge. If he doesn't, we have a major concern on our hands. Yeah, because if he doesn't, we're headed towards that likely game time decision. What time is that game? Is that uh, one? I believe that's a 1 o'clock start against Houston. So. All right, 1 o'clock start versus Houston, and this is a team that, you know, Listen, if you're missing Big Leonard this weekend, you come, you're in the playoffs, you're in the semifinals, that means you should have Chris Ivory. You should have T.J. Yeldon. You should have one of those guys. Well, If you don't, that's your own fault. Well, hold, because well, we well. was telling you the whole time to make sure your roster was playoff ready. I'd prefer one of the two. Well, let me I s- agree. Let me, let me start here. If Leonard Fournette's a game-time decision and he plays, do you play him? Yes. No questions asked. You know, why, why would you sit Big Leonard? Why would you, and he's active. The, 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 uh, the Lions. The Jaguars ain't sitting them. Lion, Jaguar, kind of the I same. I know, you got it. Same family. We got it. <laughs> Felines. Yeah. If Jacksonville is, is starting him, why, why wouldn't you? Okay. So... Leonard Fournette, please, no matter no matter what, he's in your lineup. No second thoughts, correct? No second thoughts. Okay. I mean, you, you, may, you might be a little nervous. But, no but there's a, you're no second thoughts. You're, you're starting him, and, that, and that's it. It is what it is. If he doesn't play, who do you start? You said, Corey, a moment ago, uh, you make sure you have Chris Ivory. 
Well, let's start with Chris Ivory here, right? If you have Chris Ivory, Leonard Fournette is out. Are you starting him? Are you going to Chris Ivory in the semifinals? If that's what your options are, I think you can go to Chris Ivory as the guy to just go and fill in there for, for, for Big Leonard because the Jacksonville Jaguars, listen, even though Blake Bortles has been hot lately and he's playing good, they kind of don't want to put the game on him, especially as we get down to seeding and stuff like that for the playoffs. So I think you can look to uh, Mr. Um, Mr. Ivory to get, you know, a good amount of touches. I think he's the guy the backfield lead through. You saw in week seven and week nine when they had when they didn't have Big Leonard, you got 17 carries for Ivory. Next week in week nine, you got 20 carries for him. He capped off week seven with a touchdown and gave you that. And then week nine, he gave you 70 yards and he caught three passes for 34 yards. Obviously, if, you, if that is the case and you miss him, that touchdown from him is very, very important. So you say, depending on your options with Chris Ivory. Depending on your options with Chris Ivory. We'll go over that in a moment. Matt, you said you specifically want to start one of these guys over the other when it comes to Chris Ivory and TJ Yeldon. Look, I want to have a better option than having to play either one of these two. But if I don't, I'm hoping I got Yeldon. And I'm hoping it's Yeldon because <clears throat> because of the pass-catching ability. He's, uh, he's shown little flashes this year. He's had a few games where he's caught like five or six passes. And I, I think the way they'll move the ball better in this matchup is kind of through the air. This is where they're going to attack the Texans. Look, when you got Leonard Fournette, you're going to rush him at least 20 times, if at all possible. But without Fournette, I, I do think Ivory, Ivory's a play because it's a possibility he gets that touchdown. You know, when, if, if they get in at the goal line, you're probably going to go to that feature. He'll be more of the featured back there. But I do think Yeldon, I feel a little more confident that he could catch five passes, get me 50 yards, and maybe a couple of rushes. Corey, would you rather have Chris Ivory or TJ Yeldon? Hmm. I take the guaranteed workload. So you're gonna take that's Ivory? I'm gonna take the guaranteed workload of Chris Ivory. Normally you would go with the pass catch and running back in a situation where a team runs the football the way the Jacksonville Jaguars do. You know that's what they want to do. Give me the guy who I've seen dominate carries when it was on the line. I mean when Big Leonard was out the pass uh, back in week seven and week nine. So but realistically, if you lost Leonard Fournette. Are you guys telling me you don't have a better option than TJ no, Yeldon or Chris you Ivory? You, you have to. You have to. Not necessarily. Really? You could, you could build, you could, a lot of teams are built wide receiver heavy. I understand that, but you probably could have him on the flex and start a wide receiver, I would think. I mean, would Maybe. you consider Jamal Williams a better option than those guys? Obviously. Oh, certainly. Would you consider Alfred Morris a better option than those certainly. guys? Certainly. Would you consider... Kerwin Williams a better Theo option Riddick. as well. Yeah, Theo Riddick, Kerwin Williams. Absolutely. Is Tevin Coleman a better option? Everyone's not going to play. He's concussed. Yeah, I wouldn't, I'm, there's no way I'm waiting on Trevor. And even if Tevin Coleman plays. Monday night? Monday no night, way. Yeah. I'd, be, I'd be nervous. Like, so he's not a better option. Tevin <laughs> Coleman is not a better option. No. If he wasn't concussed. No. I, would, I, I could possibly play Coleman for the fact that he's shown us last year and this season that he can take one play and take it to the house. Is Peyton Barber a better option? Doug Martin back. That's Pete, the problem. But, but Peyton Barber Pete, played better than Doug Martin last he week. He did, but that's the thing. Are the Bucks nah, going to commit to Peyton Barber? They're not going to go away from Doug Martin. They think they see something in Doug Martin that we don't. Yeah. They went away from him in the second half last week. It was all Peyton Barber. I don't know if you can count on that again. All right. So, 
you'll start Yeldon, you'll start Ivory. We don't really want to start any of these guys. But the point that you brought up a moment ago is that this could mean more Blake Bortles. Mm -hmm. And as good as Bortles has looked over the past couple of weeks, Corey's, Corey's right. They don't want to be all about Blake Bortles. But, Matt, this matchup does not get better for Bortles. Facing off against Houston, I know a lot of people that have lost Carson Wentz, lost Josh McCown, have picked up Bortles and are starting him this week. If Leonard Fournette's out, does this help Bortles' value uh, as much as some of us think? Uh, yeah, no, look, I, I wouldn't... I don't think starting Blake Bortles this week is the worst thing possible. My opponent in the Staten Island League is starting Blake Bortles. He's played better. You have to give him credit. He has played better of, over the last month, six weeks, whatever you want to do. Look, is he an elite quarterback? By no means. He is not. But he has played better. We've seen the emergence of a D.D. Westbrook and what he can do. Um, Marquez Lee has balled all year long. So I'm not look. It's not the end of the world if you're going with Bortles. It's a really good matchup. So yeah, you can stop Blake Bortles this week. I know you can start Blake Bortles, but if, if Fournette is out, is that better or worse for Bortles? I think it's better for Bortles if Fournette is out because mm -hmm. I think I think it forces them to throw the football a little bit more, rely on the arm of Blake Bortles in order to get this W in this matchup. If you're in a four point passing touchdown league, if you can get 18 to 22, you feel comfortable with it. If you're in six, you want 25 and better. I'll say this. If I had to choose between Blake Bortles or Nick Foles, I'd go Blake Bortles. That's a tough call. I've seen, the guy, I've seen the guy quarterbacking for, you know, 14 weeks with a really good matchup. I know the Giants' defense is decimated. It's a really good matchup for Nick Foles. Nick Foles played, what, a quarter yeah. this season? I would go Bortles. I would go Bortles, Jimmy G. Obviously, I would, too, which is what I said earlier in the year. Hey, uh, somebody uh, on Twitter wanted, wanted to ask me. I'm sorry, earlier in the week, sorry. Oh, okay, what did I say? How'd you see this coming? <laughs> earlier in the week, I'm sorry. Foreshadowed. The Swami. Yeah. Would you start Jarek McKinnon over Chris Ivory and TJ Yeldon? I would. And I knew you. That's why I went this way. I knew you would. <laughs> yeah, I would go with JMK, too. Over both of them. I would go JMK over both of them. Okay, so, so, so there we you go. Answered, are, we, are we answering the same question? Andrew in Boston? No. Has this this accent say Really? Your McKinnon cousin? versus your brother from no, 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 this, this is Andrew. This oh, no, is Anthony. different. Anthony. McKinnon or Ivory or Yeldon? Same exact question. Yeah, no, totally two different people. Are you Andrew from Boston? I'm not. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I am I am not. Want to make sure. Going into next year with Leonard Fournette, we've kind of seen these injuries to the leg, the ankle, the foot. Is this going to be in the back of your mind on draft day next year? Honestly, I'm just as long as he has a good uh, preseason and the ankle. Look, if there's issues again with the ankle and the foot in the preseason, I'll have some trepidation. But the guy is pretty damn good. Let him do what he did this year. Let him, let him <laughs> drop. Let him drop on draft day because people are afraid of his injuries. You think the people that at one point he was dropping in draft season to the fifth round? Yeah, that's a steal. So that's a great point Corey brings up. Like you seen Fournette say drop in in the fantasy drafts. You saw Dalvin Cook going into the Underwear Olympics. I thought he was the seventh pick overall going to Carolina. I thought he was the perfect fit yep. coming from Florida State, that offense. But he had a bad, uh, he had a bad combine. And he, he dropped to the second round. So I, I think what people should be looking at this year, too, is have your evaluations. Listen to some smart people, people you trust. But sometimes you got to put your game up soft. Mm -hmm. And you got to just do what you see and you think is the, the right move. I think that is fair, especially with Leonard Fournette, because... The amount of touches that this man gets 
Same with Dalvin Cook when he was healthy in Minnesota. The amount of touches these guys get make them so valuable uh, for our fantasy purposes. Um, and you can still see it here this weekend if he doesn't play against Jack uh, against the Houston Texans because they're going to split his workload between two guys. Exactly. And that is a disaster for our purposes. It is, but you got. I think that we can firmly say that. Well, we you know said one and he said the other, so we can't firmly say anything. I, I Chris Ivory's going to get more touches. I have a question, though. Who do you think is a better quarterback right now, Blake Bortles or Eli Manning? It's funny because, of course, this is the big thing. When Eli was what was bench, oh, he's going to go to Jacksonville and replace Blake. Blake Bortles is playing better football right now than Eli Manning. Right now. Right in the second, yes. You put Eli Manning in the system he's familiar with and give him some pieces around him. And a well, shot at a team that's had, winning. He had Odell and stuff. I don't think he's been good for two years. He hasn't been good. Like, never, never been good if you ask me. Raw and unfiltered. Yeah. He, he, he's certainly beaten the Cowboys enough times. He has, he has, and he's lost to them, too. I, well, that's kind of how it works. Right. You play them twice a year every Just year for make 15 sure years. You know that. Yeah. Did he use them in the playoffs at all? I mean, when, oh, you, right. when, when, you, when you was trying to run them out of town in 07, don't forget about that. Oh, I'm not going to forget about it. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. We appreciate your time watching the video. Take a break on the radio. Uh, let's bring in the king, Scott Angle. These guys, take a little break. We'll be back. There's Leonard Fournette. If he plays, you play him. There's no other way around it. Stay tuned for more Fantasy Football Rewind. I owed the IRS $10,000. The IRS garnished my wages. They put a lien on my house. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. They do not give up until you pay. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions Now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions Now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions Now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. Tax Solutions Now can get you help. Our agents know the rules can stop the pain and get you the best deal. We connect you with a team of former IRS agents and tax professionals who will get the IRS off your back. We saved our home and overcame the most powerful collection agency in the world. Call Tax Solutions now. Time is running out. Call 800-910-9962. It never gets old. All right, everyone. Two truths, one lie. I was going to be on The Real World. I play the oboe. And I saved a kid's life. You definitely never saved a kid's life. I'm serious. Last summer, I donated bone marrow to a kid who had leukemia. Saving a life. The truth is, it's easier than you think. Learn how at DKMS.org. <laughs> who knew we were living with a hero? Um, <laughs> a hero who plays the oboe. <laughs> With Thermospa's unique built-in thermal filtration system, you simply fill it with a garden hose and your water stays crystal clear with very little maintenance. Right now, they're offering 0% APR financing with approved credit and a $1,250 savings coupon. 
Call Thermospas today at 800-603-6422 for your free DVD videos and brochure. That's 800-603-6422. Call 800-603-6422 today to take advantage of 0% APR financing. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 immediately. That's 800-955-3793. Page Publishing is looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to them and give you their feedback. If they like what they read, they'll get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. They handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, and and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, then you need to call Page Publishing and do it immediately. Call 800-955-3793 now for your free author submission kit. Again, for your free author submission kit, call 800-955-3793. That's 800-955-3793. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. Call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 for your free author submission kit. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hopefully you've gone to the mall and seen Santa Claus. If you haven't, here's Gary and Thorne with running back rankings. Joined by Pat Fitzmorris of Sports Illustrated. Of week 15 of the fantasy football season, also known as week 2 of the fantasy football playoffs. No more buys, just semi-final matchups. Four teams left in your respective fantasy leagues, and hopefully you are one of those teams, and if you are, you probably need to know who you're starting at running back or flex this weekend. So to help me break those scenarios down for you, we bring in right now the number three overall ranker for 2017 on Fantasy Pros from the Football Girl and SportsIllustrated.com, Mr. Pat Fitzmorris. Pat, how's it going, man? Really well, Garyan. Uh, I just want you to know that when I punched your name into my phone to schedule this conversation, Garyan auto-corrected to Garcon. So it had the uh, the accent and everything. I think it's called a Sedella, but uh, I, I just hope that you're having a better season than Pierre Garcon had. Um, it's comparable. Uh, got off to a hot start in some leagues and kind of tapered off a little bit, but I feel like that's the mark of a true fantasy football expert is if you know, if your phone doesn't autocorrect to some strange football player's last name, then, then are you really a fantasy football expert? Like, the tree falls in the woods sort of scenario here? So I think that really validates your cred here, Pat. And that's really a good segue into our topic of conversation, which is your Week 15 running back rankings. As I mentioned, you can see these full rankings up on the Football Girl and Fantasy Pros, where you are currently the number three overall ranker for the season. So Pat knows what he's talking about, so you might want to sit down and listen. Uh, We start with Kenyon Drake, the hero for a lot of people, a guy who's probably won a lot of people their fantasy leagues, surprisingly, uh, at least starting to look like he might win a lot of people their fantasy leagues in 2017. He is your running back eight as the Miami Dolphins head to Buffalo this weekend. Seems like 
the weather reports have it not snowing on Sunday, which is probably for the best, considering the uh, not quite offensive juggernaut we saw last weekend between the Bills and the Colts. But his last two games, it's hard to argue with these results, Pat. I mean, 48 carries, 234 yards, eight catches for 100 yards on top of that. But there are some concerning aspects of playing running back for the Dolphins. And again, this stuff really doesn't seem to be about Kenyon Drake's actual skill set or the things within his control too much. But the Dolphins' offensive line, by most metrics, adjusted line yards specifically has them as the worst offensive line in terms of run blocking in the AFC. Only the Lions have a worse adjusted line yards per carry rate. And then we always hear about the vulture effect. Like, you know, Mike Tolbert has always been the poster child for vulturing touchdowns from these lead running backs. This might be the most unconventional vulture situation I can ever remember. The Dolphins do not run the football inside the five-yard line. Jarvis Landry is the vulture. Jarvis Landry's got eight touchdowns this year, Pat. And let me read these off. He's got touchdowns of nine yards, seven yards, two from six yards, one from five yards, two from four yards, and one from two yards. This man does not have a touchdown outside the 10-yard line. Like, it is nuts how the Dolphins operate their offense inside the 10-yard line, and it is not conducive to helping out these fantasy running backs. Yeah, it's really not, and if if Drake scores a touchdown, there's a pretty good chance that it's probably going to come from 20 yards out or further. Uh, you know, he's he's shown some big play capabilities. Um so yeah, I've got him in my top 10 at running back this week, um, which is sort of based on the assumption that Damian Williams is not going to come back this week. Um, dislocated his shoulder a few weeks ago. He did not practice on Wednesday. Um, I think he's going to be back soon, but I have a feeling it's going to be week 16, not week 15. Um, and then I think what you like about Drake, uh, and you mentioned the usage the last couple of weeks. I mean, he's just been a usage machine. 25 carries and five catches against the Patriots, 193 total yards. 23 carries and three catches the week before against the Broncos, 141 total yards and a TD. Um, you know, and I, I, you sometimes worry about a guy who's used that much that he might wear down a little bit, but Drake has probably still got some gas in the tank since he has been a rotational back all year until a Williams injury. So I think he can kind of shoulder this load for another couple of weeks. Um, yes, the, the goal line thing is a concern, and uh, it's not a great run-blocking team, obviously, although I think his pass-catching ability sort of uh, neutralizes the, the concerns about Miami's run-blocking right. a little bit. Um, you know, kind of no matter how the game, game flow goes, he's not going to be scripted out of it just because he's basically the only game in town for them if uh, Damian Williams doesn't come back. And I think you got to really like the matchup. Um, the Bills are 27th in run defense. They've given up a league-high 18 touchdown runs. They were gashed by Frank Gore in the snow last week, gashed by Deion Lewis and Rex Burkhead the week before. Um, you know, and, and whether there is snow or not, I, I think that Miami is, has pretty much got to stick with the running game, at least given an effort to run the ball since, uh, you know, if you just let Jay Cutler sit back in the pocket and fire it. 40 or 45 times, you're probably going to get three or four interceptions. So, um, you know, I kind of like the way this one sets up for Drake. Well, game script is kind of the storyline for the next running back we're going to talk about as well. And you talk about a team that needs to run the football and probably should run the football in Miami. 
That's been the case for Green Bay the last little bit. We knew they wanted to run the football to kind of ease the pressure off of Brett Hundley. Brett Hundley's not starting week 15 for the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers is back clearing the medical profile he had to clear to play in this contest. He will be active and he will play for the Packers in Carolina against the Panthers. And the Panthers have a very formidable run defense. I mean, they are top five DVOA against the run. And you look at the game scripts Green Bay has been kind of putting out there with Hundley behind center, 55% pass ratio the last three games. That number is dwarfed by anything we've seen the last year and a half in Mike McCarthy's offense when Aaron Rodgers is behind center. Like, they were throwing the ball like 68, 69% of the time last season. Wasn't quite that high early on in the year. But still, you'd have to expect the Packers' pass ratio to be up around like 63, 64% in this game. And you can say with Jamal Williams, who's your running back 13, I mean, he's been so such a big part of the passing game as well that maybe none of this matters. Maybe he's just the guy and and that's pretty much set in stone. And also, he's got five touchdowns in his last three games. Like, at the very least, you figure as part of an Aaron Rodgers-led offense, the touchdown expectancy might actually be able to sustain itself. Yeah, that is sort of the tug of war in assessing Williams this week. You know, the usage with Aaron Rodgers back and... um, you know, obviously the, the Packers can afford to be a little less uh, run-heavy than they have been with Brett Hundley triggering the offense. Um, you know, and like you said, he scored five touchdowns the last three games, so it's it's hard to think of his uh, t- touchdown potential increasing uh, with Aaron Rodgers. But you have to figure the Packers are going to move the ball more easily than they have been in recent weeks. It's it's in a way kind of a fluke that he's been able to to put up touchdown numbers like this with a very limited offense that hasn't been getting to the red zone as often as it typically does with Rodgers under center. Um, The nice thing is I I think he is ensconced as their running back one now. Aaron Jones is pretty clearly just a change of pace guy. Uh, And the, the running back 13 ranking sort of, I think it accounts for some of the uncertainty here. And uh, not to mention the the pretty tough matchup against Carolina on the road. I still think he's a guy you can start with confidence. Um, He's been running back six last week, running back seven in week 13, running back two in week 12. In weeks 10 and 11, he didn't score touchdowns, but still had 95 yards from scrimmage in one of those games, 74 yards from scrimmage in the other. Even if the usage ticks down a little bit, you know, I think he's still going to get at least a dozen carries this week. And, um, you know, with Aaron Rodgers back, the, the Panthers aren't going to be cheating up safeties to stop the run. You can pretty much count on that. So I, I think he's still a pretty solid play this week. Um, you know, maybe the Rodgers return does hurt him a little bit, but still looks like a pretty good percentage play to me. Well, the first, vi- the, the first big variation in your rankings between sort of the fantasy pros consensus comes as your RB20, and that is Marshawn Lynch, who is five spots below the consensus rank of RB15. Uh, Oakland goes up against Dallas this week in Oakland. And kind of interesting when you look at Marshawn Lynch's last three box scores specifically. From week 12 to week 13, he actually led all running backs in carries. He had 43 carries over those two games. And it kind of made sense. The Raiders were dealing with, I mean, some injury at the wide receiver position, but also some suspension at the wide receiver position. And they really wanted to lean on their bell cow back in Marshawn Lynch. And it 
kind of had this groundswell of excitement that maybe Marshawn Lynch, you know, something we hadn't felt since maybe all the way back against the Titans in week one, that he could actually be a force behind this offensive line and really bring back some fantasy value. Didn't really work out last week, just seven carries. Luckily, he got into the, tu- into the end zone on one of those carries, a 22-yard touchdown run, but the game script was just terrible. They were down 26 nothing in the fourth quarter against the Chiefs. I don't know if that's something that's going to happen this weekend against Dallas, but Sean Lee looked great. And Sean Lee is such a big part of what Dallas does on defense, and he is such a huge variable on a week-to-week basis for them. I mean, is, is the Sean Lee factor one of the things that's kind of scaring you away here? We'll come back. We'll get Pat Fitzmorris' opinion on Sean Lee and how it'll affect the running back situation for Mar Sean Lynch. Stay tuned. More Fantasy Football Rewind. If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the DraftKings and FanDuel Sharks, even the Fantasy Draft Sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Tell them Greg Sussman sent you. Are you struggling with addiction or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help. And the Affordable Care Act guarantees coverage of substance abuse. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-894-5559. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven, gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-894-5559. Muscle Maker Grill was made for baseball season. Muscle Maker Grill supplies you with delicious, healthy meals that will give you energy to cheer on your team week after week. Whether you're craving flavorful salad, packed wraps, or guiltless entrees, Muscle Maker Grill has you covered. Hosting a game? No problem. Our catering packages will have your whole team satisfied with flavors ranging from Italian to Tex-Mex and much, much more. Visit MuscleMakerGrill.com for your nearest location and have a winning season. 
Join the family at Modell Sporting Goods. Visit your nearest Modells and sign up for our MVP rewards program to receive insider deals all year round. Earn points on every purchase when you use your MVP card to earn Modell's cash back. It's our way of thanking you for being a loyal customer. Upon signing up, receive 10% off your purchase and 15% off your next purchase. It's that simple. Plus, new MVPs this month are eligible to win a $500 Modell's gift card. When you got to play more and pay less, you got to go to Moe's. Does your favorite fantasy sports show pair banging on the table demanding shots? Drinks on Greg. Drinks on Greg. Drinks on Greg. With deep, smart Kareem Hunt analysis? If not, then I think the fantasy BFFs are for you. Every weekday at 11 a.m. here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and on YouTube Live, join Greg Sussman, Frank Stample, Mike Florio, and NXT wrestler Eric Young for some of the best, most enjoyable, most imaginative fantasy analysis out there. Don't get your fantasy from boring people. Yo, this is the Fantasy Football Best Friends Forever. Check out the Fantasy BFFs 11 a.m. every weekday only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and the Fantasy Sports YouTube page. Start flying around and we start getting it done. Make sure you got everything done you need for week 17 is coming up. That'll be the end of the regular season. But fantasy football goes 16 weeks. So that's where you got going on. Everybody that was a little concerned about Adam Thielen, he did a full practice on Thursday. So you got to be fired up. One guy, though, you got to be careful. Mike Wallace has missed a couple days of practice this week. The guy that's been getting downfield for the Ravens in a passing game. That not necessarily the greatest passing game ever assembled. Coming up next, our number two of Fantasy Football Rewind. So don't go anywhere. We're coming back with more football. Up next on Fantasy Sports Radio Network. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Fantasy Football Rewind. 